You're listening to Incorporating Superpowers with the Voice of Reason, risk mitigation expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Justin Reckla. Get ready to rip apart the veil as we dismantle old school business and prepare for what comes next. Business will never be the same. Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. Folks, you're going to be a for a treat today. I love the synchronicities of the universe because my guest today is, well, he's done a thing or two in the real estate world for the last 33 years. He's written a book called Dominant Thoughts, and lo and behold, he's good friends of a buddy of mine. We have a shared friend in common, Greg Greg Reed of Secret Knock. Uh, I'm going to happen to share this with him. Matter of fact, I'm going to take a screenshot here in a second. I'm going to send it to him and say, hey, look who I talked to. Right. I just love the small, the how small the world is in the power of the past cross. And so, folks, you're in for a treat today because um, I know Greg and I know he partners with phenomenal people. And Chris, I, 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 I'm so looking forward to uh, diving into this this book of yours, Dominant Thoughts. You're the CEO of Ojo Labs. You, you, you've been helping people in real estate, connecting service providers with real estate agents. You've got your own real estate agency and so forth. You've done a thing or two in this world. Welcome, first and foremost, welcome to the show. Hey, Justin, thanks. Thanks for having me. This is good stuff. So why the, why the book, Chris? Why, why the book Dominant Thoughts? I mean, you 33 years in real estate and now a book. Why, why a book now? A couple, couple of reasons why. Number one, it's it's been on my mind for quite a while. And then I met our mutual friend, Greg, who who had written several books and said, hey, if you have the content, I'll show you how to write a book. And I have all the connections. And I, I took him up on that. It's been, it's been great to have a mentor like Greg on the book. Um, you know, why is goes back to a lot of the books I've written. I read a lot of books. But early in my career, you know, when I was in my 20s, I read several books business parables that had a really profound impact on me. Uh, the greatest salesman in the world, the richest man in Babylon. Uh, and those books, you know, were short, quick reads that really had some key points that that stuck with me. I also have four kids between the ages of 22 and 32. And I think it's more effective for them to maybe read a book than to hear dad tell them stuff. So that was a, <laughs> that was a uh, that was a sneaky way of hopefully getting some of what's in my head into theirs. Uh, you know, I've I've had also the a lot of great mentors and exposure to a lot of people that that a lot of people don't. You know, I've 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 run the companies of two self-made billionaires and worked side by side with them. I've had uh, numerous great mentors and have just have learned a lot and learned how powerful our mindset is and what a what a success mindset can do to take someone who's ordinary and have them ex- achieve extraordinary results yeah it's um I, I i agree with you the fact that you're able to see that for yourself and then are wanting to share that with others to me that is the true definition of an entrepreneur and, and somebody who realizes that it's not about just my journey, but it's about how do I make it better? And like you said, you for your books, this is a sneaky way to get it into your kids' heads, right? But yeah. more importantly, it's, it's, it's a phenomenal way of, of making an impact in other people's lives. So take what you've learned, share it on how you've experienced it, and then share it from your perspective so other people can hear it. Those that pe- people that match your your storyline that fall in line with that can hear it and learn from it in ways that they may never heard it before. I absolutely love love that. So 
Chris, dominant thoughts. What's it? What's what's it about? What's I mean? I know I I, I get it. I understand it, but I want to hear it from your perspective. What what's the purpose of the book, Dominant Thoughts? Yeah, the purpose of the book really is to help anyone. It could be anyone from someone who's young and just starting out um, to someone who's who's already been successful, but you know, looking for a great reminder or 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 to hear and see ideas in a in a, in a different way. Um, so much of what we do. And so much of our success is based on our mindset, you know, our approach, our attitude, our expectations. And this this book is a little story about a mentor and a mentee, and 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 it you know uh, takes place over time. And in each chapter, I I seeded with a with a specific lesson that I've learned or a specific concept that I, that I've used throughout my career to to be successful or to achieve, like I said before, some extraordinary results from someone who's very ordinary. Well, sharing that information is extremely important. So I got to ask, how much do you spend in your own thoughts? What are, what actually, I'm going to save that for the break. I'm going to save this for the break because it's, I got an even better question, but before we go on break, where can people go learn more about you and get a copy of the book for themselves? Well, I have a website, chrisheller.co, and they can find me there and on social media. And then the book, uh, you can go to dominantthoughts.com or to Amazon. Fantastic, folks. You're going to definitely want to get your hand on this book. This this is this is really good information here because I, I know... I know what Chris has done with his his experience in the real estate world. I know what Greg's done and his experience in helping others throughout the course of his career. This is definitely going to be a book that you are going to want to read and take a look at and dive into for yourself. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hi, everyone. I'm Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. Are you ready to master your life? Are you looking for more calm and peace? connectedness in your relationships, more clear communication, guided thoughts, and a confidence in your ability to come up with creative solutions no matter what happens, then join us at our next experience. Go to superpowerexperts.com and get signed up today. Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. My guest today is Chris Heller. He's the CEO of Ojo Real Estate. He's been in the real estate industry for the last 33 years, and he's written a book, co-wrote a book with a buddy of mine, but a shared by a, a shared friend, Greg Reed of Secret Knock. And he's here talking about the book Dominant Thoughts. And before the break, Chris, I was going to ask you a question, but I realized I had a better question for you. In all of the success that you've had, can you narrow down a single dominant thought that has driven your success? And if so, what is it? Yeah, you know, it's always, you know, when you get that asked the question of what's the one thing or can you narrow it down to one thing, that's always hard. But um, I would say for like the first 20 years of my career, the thought, um, and this is, and we talk about this in the book, of, of not being attached to the outcome has been a really powerful concept for me. Um, you know, Justin, when you're when you're attached to something, you you hold on too tight, you grip too much, you you feel it emotionally, it impacts your judgment, it uh it prevents you from being objective. And you know, I helped uh I personally sold over four thousand homes. So I helped a lot of people buy and sell homes. And 
and handle a lot of negotiations. Um, if I was attached to the outcome, help, buying and selling homes is a, is a roller coaster of emotions for consumers. And, and just like the physician, an emergency room physician, if he was attached to every patient that came through, you know, in two or three days, he'd probably be ready to jump off the building, right? Yes. <laughs> um, uh, so what I did is I said, okay, well, I, and, it, and not being attached doesn't mean I don't care. I care deeply, um, but I but I shifted it from attachment to commitment. So I was committed that my client would get the house, or I was committed to getting the job done, or committed to doing the best thing or the very the you know the best job possible. But I wasn't attached to it, and that allowed me. To, to come from a place of power and not give my power away to a situation or a, a dynamic or, or someone else. So shifting from not being attached, but being committed, uh, it turned out to be a, a thing that really helped me uh, not, not get taken out of the game like so many people do when something goes wrong. Yeah. So I, I got I to ask then. The obvious follow-up question here is: is then is that when you didn't make those commitments, when something happened and the desired outcome didn't go exactly like you wanted to, what was the dominant thought that kept you going to the next commitment? Yeah, so um, I I, used to, <laughs> I operated with a rule, and I called it my three-minute rule, and that when something bad happened, and bad things happen, right? Um, and I'm not talking about uh, you know life events. That's a whole another layer, but I'm talking about in business, right? And in, in my businesses, unlike that emergency room physician, it's not life or death, right? It's someone loses a house or they don't get the house they want and it's disappointing, but you know, typically no one dies. Um, so I had a rule and I call it my three minute rule. And my team knew that if you know, we got bad news that the loan didn't fund or the buyer backed out or the seller changed their mind that for three minutes, I was probably going to be pissed or upset or whatever I was going to be. But after three minutes, it was like it never happened. I was on to the next, you know. And I, and I think, and I think that what helped me is I've always been um, a big sports fan and played sports younger. And you know, you watch a professional baseball player when he strikes out. If he's thinking about striking out the next time he goes up at bat. He's, he's not, he's doomed. Um, yep. the athletes are really good about pushing or taking those, those fails uh, or the failures or things that happen and, and learning from them and then moving forward and, and not focusing on, on the bad things. So uh, that's something that I would watch other agents do that. And I would see them have deal, have these things happen. And for weeks they'd be a mess, you know, they'd be out of the game. I, I love that, that. I love that three minute rule in, in the relationship containers where we, we work with a lot of people in a relationship, whether it be uh, managing employees or personal relationships or whatnot. We use something very similar, but we call it the 10 second rule because in relationships, three minutes could be an eternity, but 10 seconds ago, man, just bam, it's done. It's already in the past. You don't have to look at it. And I absolutely yeah. love the fact that you bring that into business world, especially three minutes. I think it's reasonable, especially given the amount of time that you have might have to put into a, a particular deal that's going to go through, right? And if it doesn't go through, you know what? It's okay to just kind of release the energy that you put into it, knowing that, okay, it didn't work out, but letting it go. That's absolutely brilliant way of, of managing those, those, what some people would call setbacks, 
to where I just call them, I call them resets, right? It's just a reset. Yeah. Oh, here we are going on to the next one. I absolutely love that. So I, just another question because you've been in this space, you've been dealing with people in real estate and so forth. What what is what is one piece of advice that you could give to somebody right now who's struggling on planting that dominant thought in their own mind that they know that they need to take over and, and put in place to get them to the next level for what they're trying to achieve? Yeah, what is you know, yeah, a lot of it has to do with um, with our attitude at the time. So trying to have a, a, a great attitude. Now, it's not just putting on a smiley face. It's it's <laughs> doing things to to remove the things that impact our attitude. So like, it's easy to get consumed in negative things, right? We're surrounded by negative news and, and negative things that are happening. And you could really go down some deep, dark tunnels if you, if you chose to do that. So I used to do things like, you know, limit my exposure. Not used to, I still do that, right? I limit my exposure. To, I don't watch the news. I don't listen to the news. Now, do I know what's going on in the world? Yes. You can't help, you know, if you're alive, you know what's going on. Um, but I don't, I don't pour a lot of that into my mind. And, and at the same time, I operate like there's a finite amount of space between my ears. So I'm going to, I'm going to overemphasize on the positive things I'm putting in and shielding the negative things. So who I what I watch, what I listen to, who I spend time with, what I do, uh, make sure that those things are, are giving me energy and not taking energy away. If I'm doing that, I'm naturally going to be in a better place physically, emotionally, and mentally. And then it's easier to do the things, to have that stronger mindset, to go you know, conquer the things we want to conquer. Uh, so one step is shielding the negative making sure that you're you're over indexing on the positive and that puts you at least in a good place to then go do the things you need to do uh, and then figuring out other ways to to win you know, one of the things that we talk about is under promising and over delivering right? we deal with people with relationships with customers with 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 uh, vendors everyone we deal with if we can if we can create the habit, of under-promising and over-delivering, we tend to have good relationships, happy clients, happy vendors versus what a lot of people do, which is oversell and, and then don't meet the expectations. And expectation setting is a key component of that because okay, we all have expectations. You can't exceed someone's expectations unless you either know what they are or, or and the easiest way to know what they are is for you to set them. So, hey, Justin, here's what's going to happen next, or here's when I'm going to get you that answer, or here's how often I'm going to give you an update. And then you just do more than you said you were going to do. Dude, yeah, I, love, I absolutely love that. I love the fact that you bring it back to managing expectations, building strong relationships. And this one, folks, I'm going to summarize it for you because this is what he said. Take, leave it to the real estate guy to say, I've got mental real estate in my brain that I don't lend out to things that I don't need to worry about. Yeah. Right. And I love the fact that you're like, news is out there. I know what's going on in the world. Is it my role to do? No. Do I can I contribute or make that better? No. That's not my walk. That's not my path. I'm over here doing this. I'm not going to occupy my brain space, my mental real estate with things that I don't need to concern myself with. Do I need to be aware of them? Sure, perhaps. Right. 
but I'm not going to let them occupy my the, the space in my brain so I can let more important dominant thoughts take over. This is absolutely brilliant. I I so look forward to reading this book because um, I just I love the fact that you tell it in a story fashion. I can only imagine it mirrors some of your own personal journey uh, as as books often tend to reflect for us. This is absolutely fantastic, Chris. Where one more time? Where can people go find more information about you and, and get the book? Hey, they can contact me on you know LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, I have a website, chrisheller.co, and the book dominantthoughts.com, or you can certainly find it on Amazon. Fantastic, folks! Go pick up a copy of Chris's book. Go take a look at dominant thoughts. Start looking and examining your own dominant thoughts because it matters. It's what will help you change and shape your reality. Chris, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. Folks, until next time, go out there and incorporate your own superpowers so you can change the world. Take care. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.